Welcome to the Valley Advocate Podcast, featuring interviews that take us deeper into the people and happenings on the local scene. For more podcasts and a closer look at what's going on in the Valley, visit us at valleyadvocate.com. Hello and welcome to the Valley Advocate Podcast. My name is Dave Eisenstatter, and I am here with Eric Talbot, um, who is a former artist with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and is now a tattoo artist with Oxbow Tattoo. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. First, I just, I am of a certain age. I'm in my 30s. The Ninja Turtles was a big part of my life growing up. And I just wanted to ask you how you got involved with with this kind of cultural phenomenon. Um, I grew up in Maine, um, and Kevin Eastman, the the two creators of the Turtle uh, Ninja Turtles, is uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Um, and when I was uh, in junior high, in high school, um, I went to a vocational school, like an art uh, course. And when I got there, um, I would hear over and over, you should meet Kevin Eastman. He graduated the year before I got there. But everybody would always talk about Kevin and say, you should meet this guy. You guys are just like you guys talk about the same things. You like the same artists. You, you know, we were both into heavy metal magazine. And um, so I kept hearing his name. Um, and one of the guys that went to school there with me was Steve Levine, who was also connected to the Turtles. He was one of the first employees. Um, so through Steve, we ended up getting together. Um, and Kevin and I hit it off right away. And at that time, he was just they were just starting the comic book. Um, so the book was out. I think they had maybe maybe like eight or nine issues out before the licensing thing took off um so i used to come down and visit steve and i would come down and hang out and we'd draw all kinds of crazy stuff and um and one thing led to another and kevin and i just hit it off and started working on art together and um during that time was when the licensing agent mark friedman came along and started taking the turtles into the world um and so i got to i got to observe a lot of cool things and basically after the turtles hit it was just nonstop from that point on, you know. The young me, if you asked me if I was, you know, thought I'd be drawing these guys for, you know, 30 years now, it would never have crossed my mind. Uh, so it's been pretty cool. Um, and just, you know, day in, day out, could you talk about kind of like your thought process behind the artwork that you did for the Turtles, you know, like how, how to create the characters and, and, uh, and, you know, draw the scenes and all the things that you did? I was learning at the time. I was a kid. I was like, you know, 22, 21, 22 years old working in kitchens when this stuff took off. And, you know, it was kind of like a seat of your pants type of thing. You know, I think that's one of the appealing, one of the appealing things about my art. Um, I think uh, we touched on it in the article a little bit is the DIY nature of my artwork. It's, I'm not really trained. Everything just comes from, you know, learning from mistakes and figuring out what works. Um, we talked about how I leave the pencil lines in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything, it was just a lot of learning as we went. We didn't know what we were doing, really. It's, I think it shows and it kind of sets the turtles apart, maybe. I don't yeah. know. We, we also just, the stuff that we, you know, the stuff that we design for characters, you know, the best characters, I think, come from, you know, within you, things that, you know, you really relate to, um, you identify with. Um, I think it shows through 
you know, to the characters. Yeah, cool. that's yeah, that's great. And do you? And I have to ask because I every every fan of the turtles. Do you have a favorite turtle? It used to be Raphael, but mm-hmm. lately, aesthetic-wise, for like the design and the uh, way I draw Donatello, he's my new favorite for drawing turtles. But I used to identify with Raphael as a kid. I was he gotcha, was the cool turtle. Gotcha. Yeah, well, I I'm I'm a Leonardo guy myself. Um, just oh, to yeah? get that yeah. out there. Uh, so your first tattoo, I'm looking at it right now. It's on your forearm, I, I think, right? Yeah, that's, um, that's going was before those. you even got connected with the turtles. Was right. when you were 19, is that right? Could you talk talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I think I was 18 or 19. I uh, went to Old Orchard Beach in Maine, a uh, little tattoo shop on the Strip. Got my first tattoo. I've uh, been into skulls pretty much all along. Um, it's a skull and crossbones. Yeah, it's a simple little skull and kind of poison looking skull and crossbone um but yeah i always tell the story that the guy this old tattoo artist i wish i knew his name i wish i knew something about him but when he did it um a couple people came with me and i drew their tattoos um i believe if i remember correctly it's been a while um but he was pretty impressed with the art and he was uh kind of like hey you you want to learn to tattoo you have any interest in this and i did i think at the time but I think, you know, I was in bands and just, I was a kid, you know, I was young. I was just doing stuff. Um, and uh, it didn't really come together. And then the turtle thing hit. But, uh, you know, I, I, I wonder now that I'm tattooing, you know, that's my kind of, the thing I think about a lot. You know, people talk about my age coming into the tattoo industry. Basically, what uh, the one thing about tattooing um, and being as old as I am coming into the industry, I just hope I get to uh, get where I want to go with tattooing because it takes a lot of work. It's, it's a pretty steep learning curve. Yeah, you had basically almost 30 years with the Turtles, right? And, and then it was sold to Viacom about a decade ago, 2009. Right. And, uh, and you've been mostly doing your own stuff since then. Um, and, uh, you know, can you talk a little bit about, you know, making that decision to really pursue tattooing? Um, basically I was, uh, uh, another local shop interviewed me. Um, and during that uh, interview, this, uh, gentleman by the name of Ben Licata, um, he's a fan, he's a, a fan of my early artwork. Um, he showed me a bunch of the more modern tattoo equipment and mentioned that if I had any interest in learning to tattoo to, you know, hit him up, let, you know, he'd be willing to talk about it. Um, I left that kind of went back to my basement where I'd been kind of my basement studio um, after the turtles um, got sold. Basically, I was doing a lot of commission work. A lot of a lot of people like to get my tur- my version of the turtles as commissions. Um, but I've spent a lot of time by myself. So it was kind of appealing to maybe try something new. Um, and I guess just one thing led to another. We, I, you know, we just explored the idea and it just kept going and going, and before I knew it, I was in an apprenticeship with uh, Tyler Cheney. Um, met Matt, uh, this guy Matt Driscoll, who was a pretty big played a pretty pretty big role uh, in me becoming a tattoo artist. Tyler and Matt were probably sort of like co mentors, I guess. Um, I shadowed Matt for pretty much a whole summer, um, and then when we moved over to Oxbow Tattoo. Um, Tyler took on mentoring me. We also have Tyler Cheney here 
so why don't we have you scooch up to the mic and talk a little bit about um, about meeting Eric and about taking on this apprentice who is a few years older than you, right? Um, yeah, I first met Eric uh, at an art night that we had at a former studio I worked at locally, and um, uh, my buddy Matt, who we worked with at the same studio, uh, had approached me talking about how Eric is very deserving of a tattoo apprenticeship and why we should bring someone like him into the industry. And after Matt and I talked, then it was at that moment right there that I decided to to take on Eric as an apprentice. You know, other than that, other, obviously being a, a super cool dude helped him out <laughs> a lot too, but that was one of the main things. What, like, what, I mean, it seems like most tattoo artists get their start earlier in life. Um, and I guess maybe could you talk a little bit about why that is? Like, does it take a long time to kind of learn the craft? Or what, you know, what is it about um, people of that age that, um, that kind of you want people to start young? Um, I think it, more of the thing with starting young is, you know, you're just young and dumb and maybe you don't want to go get a real nine to five job and you're like, I've always been into art and I don't really know any other avenue that I could take where I can make a comfortable living doing art. So most of the time, the natural step is to, you know, start getting tattoos. And then when you learn a little bit about it, then you get the confidence to actually ask someone to apprentice you. And then, you know, you kind of just go from there and it's just a snowball effect that from that point, you know, it's just downhill. You know? Tell me about how the apprenticeship went. Tell me about mentoring Eric. Um, it was actually pretty easy. Um, most of the time with apprenticeships, you have to talk about uh, a lot of art, a lot of things that have to do with art. Um, with Eric, I didn't have to tell him anything about that. His art background more than speaks for itself. So it was basically just me teaching him the technical aspects of tattooing, how to lay down a solid line, how to pack colors solidly, and you know more just the technical aspects of it because the art side he already knows leaps and bounds above most people. So Eric, let's bring you back in. Um, when you were speaking to our writer, Chris Gaudreau, who wrote this story, um, you said, you told him that you, people have described you as having kind of a steady hand and that you kind of thought that that was a little bit from your work with traditional illustrating tools versus uh, digital tools. Maybe you could talk a little bit about um, kind of your work with like the tools of the trade and how that's, and how that's um, impacted your your tattooing. When I started doing art, I mean, this was uh, pre-computer, pre-Photoshop. Um, I think a lot of people spend a lot of time using uh, tablets these days, um, and they don't spend a whole lot of time using traditional tools, paper, ink, uh, a brush. Uh, getting, to use, uh, getting to understand how to uh, use a brush, it takes... It takes a hell of a lot of practice. Um, and I think all the years of me doing the brushwork and the ink and the dip pens, um, it conditioned my hand. I mean, it's all played into my favor on, on this. Um, if you look at a lot of apprentice tattoos, um, you, you have to do, you're dealing with a machine that vibrates. You're dealing with a bunch of equipment you've never come across before. It's, you're dealing with... Um, uh, a canvas that's a person that number one has you know it's pliable it's uh every person's skin is different um you know tattooing a shoulder as opposed to tattooing a leg as opposed to tattooing maybe a hand it's all different um but yeah i think from the start a lot of people were pretty impressed with my, the steadiness of my hand i guess um and i just have my peers to go on but hey it's it's been good for me so 
I'll go with it. Um, and you you were talking a little bit about this kind of like human skin versus like, you know, right, a piece yeah, of yeah. canvas or a piece of paper. Like, um, you know, is it like hard to just work with a person? You know, they're moving around. They're probably, you know, maybe some of them are nervous, maybe not. But um, well, you're nervous, too. Like when you first start tattooing, it's 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 a pretty heavy it's a heavy thing to do right out the gate. You know, you, you're, it's, there's a permanence to it that I've since realized that, I mean, the more I understand the, the, the art of tattooing, it's not as permanent as you kind of think when you're going into it. Um, but it's, you know, everything is different. Like, the, the, I've been really impressed and, and probably really excited by the fact that there are so many factors involved in this. It's kind of like... Uh, I don't know. I I started in a studio with a bunch of dudes um, uh, working on the comics, and then I kind of ended up by myself for so long. And I think being back in a studio with a bunch of artists feeding off each other, I feel kind of like a kid again. I feel like that young artist kind of spark, I think, is coming back to me, which I know sounds kind of corny, but it... You know, it it makes every day a little bit more fun to go in and work. So they're teaching you about using tattoo machines and kind of working with the tattoo medium. Um, you yeah, know, you I, you have a lot of, you have a lot of experience just in the art world, and I was kind of wondering right. if you're if you're kind of going the other way, teaching folks kind of. I try uh, to. I yeah. You know, these guys have been great. Everybody I've come across in the tattoo industry has been like super welcoming, and I can't, I, I can't. Uh, I can't speak more highly of all these people that I'm working with. Um, so, yeah, anything that I can give to them, and I try to, uh, it, it feels great to give back. Um, hopefully they get something from it, but I feel like I'm getting so much from them. Um, you know, it's great. The Valley is, you know, very uh, Turtles-oriented. We just had that new um, mural yep. um, uh, near... I think on Center Street, Northampton. Right. Yeah. Um, how do you find kind of your your work uh, affects you today? Kind of like thinking back on all the decades you spent um, with the Ninja Turtles. How it affects me? I, I don't know. You mean it's in relation to the Valley here? Yeah. Um, we drew a lot of like I remember drawing like Hotel Northampton, which um, uh, I then had my wedding reception at so I, i'm really kind of bonded to the valley i think at this point i've been here for quite a while now um but yeah we we've we've drawn the valley we've had the turtle stories take pl place around here we've um center street you mentioned center street for the mural that was when i first came down that's where the um mirage studios office was so and i remember doing stories where characters are down on that street so it's kind of it is kind of cool you know uh, you know the connection to northampton it feels really good well, so it's good to stay here and be working in East Hampton. It's it feels really really nice. Well, uh, Eric, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you to you as well, Tyler. Um, thanks for for joining me on the podcast. Hey, thank you for having us. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to visit us at valleyadvocate.com.